If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. We are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. How are you today, Colleen? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing great because I was chatting with one of my favorite teachers. She is a return idea uh, teacher. And <laughs> we were talking about something completely unrelated. And she said, oh, I have something for the podcast. And it's brilliant. So oh, I am hoping, Colleen, as you hear what she does, I'm wondering if you can think about other applications for this. Because okay. this is a third grade teacher, um, Elizabeth Dorora from St. Patrick's School in Parnell, Michigan. And Elizabeth... Um, has this classroom. I think we've talked about her third grade classroom community a little bit in different episodes, but she gets to know these kids so, so, so well. So we have to think about how does this work if you have more than one homeroom or a different structure. Okay. But let me tell you what she does. So she said that um, for the past couple of years, so this is in her words, for the past couple of years, I have picked a patron saint for each of my students. I pray for their intercession. And then at the end of the year, I give the student a medal for that saint, a letter explaining my choice and a promise to always pray for that saint's intercession in their life. So it's not even about like lesson planning or doing whatever. It's about us being Catholic, Catholic, Catholic teachers. Like, so she's watching these kids grow. She's kind of matching them up with a patron. And then she's praying for them. Like, I don't even know when along the journey she tells them which saint for which kid. Mm. But somehow by the end of the year, she's been really praying for each student, like truly praying for them individually to a point that she's matched them up with a saint and then wrote to the to the student about that saint and gave him a medal and like sent them off, like sent them off into the world, which really is just uh, remarkable because it's really faith first. And that's such a big difference and how we do things in Catholic schools than elsewhere. I I know that I've told you before, like I wasn't a real touchy feely kind of teacher. I, you know, I didn't share a lot and, you know, all of that, but I, I will say that with my homerooms and with my, when I was uh, in high school with my advisory groups that I had for multiple mm-hmm. years and things, um, I did like to do very personal things to, to make sure they knew I knew them. Even, you know what, even when I taught seniors, I still, at the end of the school year, I wrote an individual letter to every single one of my seniors. I, you know, gave them something. I, one, I would write a poem for each one of my, um, 
classes. Aww. That was a specific poem, you know, that was specific to that class. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really like to do those personal things uh, for students and thinking about every single individual with their own patron saint. That's probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. And I, you know, I think mm-hmm. about I and I do like I think about my own kids. What came to mind actually while you were talking was, oh, that's like me with St. Brendan. I, you know, I St. Brendan, I think of um my older son with his travels, uh, you know, and his, you know, yes. journeys through the world. And I, you know, I pray to St. Brendan for intercessions when when Quinn is traveling. So um, yeah, as you get to know about the, the students about the children, who they are and, and what they need and who would be their intercessors. That is probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard, honestly. And I love that. I mean, I, as my, in my own journey, when I was preparing for confirmation and you have to choose a saint for mm-hmm. your confirmation name, yeah. I felt so ill-equipped, yeah. but imagine these third graders who have this personalized letter about a saint that may, they may or may not know about. And suddenly they're like, Whoa, and there's a connection here or Mr. Rora was praying for this intercession for me. Like she knows me that uh-huh. well. I mean, that you're really um, modeling that this is, this is how we pray. Like this is, this is how we pray and modeling prayer life is hard. Cause sometimes you think that you're just modeling uh, like your own personal prayer. But in this case, the teacher is modeling how she prays for others. Very, um, thoughtfully. And I think that's really good for us. Like some, some of our kids are gifted with parents whose prayer life is on display. And like, we know that some of those top indicators (laughs) of someone's faith is, and I don't know them off the top of my head and I can't even remember the source, but you can list like the 10 top ways that we catch the faith. And it's about, a lot of it's about like your mom's faith and your dad's faith. And you know, if, if they're faith filled, then you probably will too. Yeah. Yeah, But in this case, they're learning that Mr. Rora has a really robust faith life and that she's thinking about all of her students. And so I think that that's really incredible because not every student is going to have that at home. And we're not, we're not pretending to be the mom and dad. This is a great example of just being an adult who loves them in their, in their um, faith life. And, and it's just a true extension of the home. You and I have talked about saints before, Jill, and we've talked about like the top 10 saints that everybody knows about. Right? I know. <laughs> yes. and, and so what I'm thinking about here is like, I'm going to go back to something you just mentioned a couple minutes ago. And that was um, when, when children are trying to figure out who should be their patron saint for their confirmation. And I go, mm-hmm. I go back, like, I, I don't know when you were confirmed. I was confirmed in I want to say seventh grade. It was seventh grade or eighth grade. So I was a little bit older. My kids were confirmed. I want to say third grade. I think it was third grade here in the Diocese of Phoenix. Yeah, and I was so, ninth. I was ninth. Oh, so wow. I was ninth and like grumpy and oh, a wow. bunch of us weren't confirmed because we were already in high school uh-huh. and you had to go back to the parish to do the thing. Uh-huh. Now we do it in our diocese in eighth grade, but I was in ninth okay. and it was like not, it wasn't great. It, it's not... Um, Anyway, I'd like a do-over confirmation from my own personal journey. And also, so, you know, the years that I had groups of students who were being confirmed, this, this idea Mm -hmm. that you brought up today, really, I mean, this is a great way for students to understand that there's somebody who's like them and there, there's an adult in your life. And that's, that is our job as Catholic educators is we're looking for who are the spiritual connections that our students need to acknowledge in their lives. And so Mm -hmm. who are the saints Mm -hmm. that they could be praying to, that they can relate to. I know we've had this conversation so many times. But this is really a great way for them to choose that 
um, that confirmation saint perhaps that is really meaningful to them. I think about, you know, the way my boys chose theirs or the way I chose mine. Like it's really, I was pretty ill, ill equipped is probably the best way to say that. Or you choose somebody because you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like I like how she did that. Or I like how he, you know, liked animals. So, you know, I think I'll be, you know, Francis, Mm -hmm. whatever. Or, you know, there's a person in my life that has that same name. And so it's not necessarily about the saint, but there's, you know, a different kind of association. And that is how children choose their confirmation saints sometimes. Mm -hmm. And we, we could do better. We could do better. And this is a way to do that. If, if teachers, you know, could, say, Hey, you know, there's this, there's the saint, but then we have to get outside of the, you know, the top 10, (laughs) the top 10 favorite saints. (laughs) We do. And this teacher, well, I know her well, so I know that she knows a lot of information. (laughs) Like (laughs) she is not hurting to try to find her list of 20 to 25 for this class. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she has new, new saints come to mind with each class that comes through. Um, but what a great exercise. So I guess if you need your own spiritual exercise, Think of your class list or your homeroom class and pair them up with the saints just for your own notes and just for your own prayers. Like instead of just praying for your class or praying for the difficult things, like see if you can't ask for a a small litany um, of the saints who you see really watching over your class this year. So there's your personal challenge maybe. Yeah. And can, oh, can I add one more idea here Of course, Um, for school leader? If there's a school leader listening to this, boy, how you could do this for your faculty. Oh, what a meaningful exercise for a, for a faculty retreat or just a one-on-one conversation with each one of your faculty members. Um, you know, this is who I, this, here's a medal. This is who I, you know, pray for to intercede. Um, you know, this is the reason why I thought of you when I, when I thought of this saint, uh, again, like in a great way, wait, 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 in a great way. Sorry. I get, I always talk over you when I get excited, but (laughs) like, but if you're sitting in the teacher's lounge, instead of saying to your, your colleagues, like, Hey, you know, who's, who do you feel can, which saint do you feel connected to for you to lead that conversation to say, Hey, um, you know, like, Hey Susie, I think of St. Gianna when I think about the stories you've told about motherhood or working motherhood or whatever, like for you to, for you to start pointing out some of those little glimpses, um, we help each other that way. And that's, you know, that's great. So, um, no, this is awesome because I think there's lots of different applications. Definitely. Yeah. This is, what another great idea. Good. Thanks for sharing that one. Love it. Of course. So there's always more ideas than we have time for, but I think we can find lots of ways um, to use that one for our own prayer life and to model that for our kids. So thanks again for the energy boost. We love to explore your ideas and affirm your efforts. Keep those ideas coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more ideas from fellow teachers. We'll see you next time. 